Welcome to the Make Life Your Bitch podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Alicia. Greatness is a decision and your birthright. You deserve to love the woman looking back at you in the mirror. This show is for the purpose-driven female entrepreneur who is committed to only counting the time she gets back up. The woman who is ready to ignite the flame within, find her voice, and use the power of her story to transform the lives of those around her. This is your weekly fuel to inspire you to action, where I'll be sharing inspirational stories, real talks with thought leaders and successful entrepreneurs from around the world, and provide you with actionable success strategies for creating a business you love. I'm a content marketing coach, and I'm committed to helping you as an online creator and entrepreneur wherever you are to turn your dreams into a reality, to help you transform your messaging so you can create a genuine connection with your audience and grow your income online. You are far more powerful and stronger than you will ever imagine. We are the warriors. You were born for this. Let's make life your bitch. Hey there, welcome to this episode of the Make Life Your Bitch podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Alicia. And today we are going to be talking about something that I am actually extremely passionate about. And it's going to start with a story. So by trade, I'm an x-ray tech. And I was having a talk with my mom the other day about how I wanted to expand my life and I wanted to move beyond just being an x-ray tech. And as I'm going on my own journey as being a coach for coaches and helping women around the world with their coaching experience, how to strategically be able to grow their businesses through social media, whenever I talk about it, I just get so passionate. And she can see that. But with her, she looks at it and she says to herself, well, you've invested all this time and money into going after one dream that now you're just going to switch it. And I started laughing and I said, well, that was very baby boomer of you, wasn't it? And so today's episode is all about being unapologetically millennial. And with that discussion that we had, you know, I said to her, It's not that that wasn't a dream. You know, I had a brain tumor as a kid. And in that moment of having that brain tumor and going for all the medical imaging and all the testing, I just had this desire to want to help people. And it was my way at 13 years old that I really wanted to be able to give back. I found CT scans were very fascinating. Um, I've always been into photography and that. So To me, it just, it made sense that I would be able to interact with people who had been through what I was, had gone through and be able to help them get out that other side and just know that I was that extra person who just got it, right? There's times throughout my career so far that I've had these moments with patients where I'm okay to just hold their hand or the patient who came in and had a sunburn so bad because you know, he ended up getting into this big accident while he was on a sea do and he ended up hurting his back and he was so burnt who said, can you just put your hands on me? Cause they're so cold and it just feels good because I'm one of those people who always has cold hands. And for myself, like that has always been a passion of mine is just to help people. But I hit this wall a couple years ago where I saw that I wasn't expanding in my career, that I was only a few years in and I was at the top of my pay scale and 
I just thought like, I'm tired of trading dollars for hours. There needs to be something else. And I want to help people at a grander scale because as I seen people coming into the hospital, I thought to myself, what if I could help them before they got here? Because a lot of it is mindset and stress does wonders to the body. And I said to myself, if I can help people before they get here, that that would truly set my soul on fire. And I remember even in 2015, I had just graduated from x-ray school and I had just gone out into the workforce and my first thoughts were, now what? And that's the millennial part of me, right? Like we always have this desire for growth. And I want to talk about being unapologetically millennial today because millennials get a bad reputation, right? Because they bounce around and they just have that desire and the dream for more. And I want you to know if you are a millennial, that it's okay. You are normal. And you having that inner drive to want to be more, do more, that's okay. You know, to want to expand your life and be at the top of your game is really what millennials are. They're overachievers and they're confident. They're perfectionists, unfortunately. (laughs) You know, I like to say that people are recovering perfectionists, but really, let's be real. You're struggling. We all kind of do. But it's being able to like overcome that and just be there to serve. And as an x-ray tech, that was a 13-year-old girl dream, but that's not what the dream is today. So my mother and I were having this conversation and I said, I'm a millennial. I mean, I said, you knew from the beginning that I just always had this dream for more. Um, my very first entrepreneurial journey was at 17 years old and I was doing gel nails in my basement. And so as entrepreneurs, many of us, it's not our first rodeo. If you're an entrepreneur where you are today, it's probably not the first time you've had a business, thought of a business, anything like that. We just have a different mind. So when you take a millennial plus an entrepreneur and you combine those two, you really are a force to be reckoned with, right? You're a powerhouse and it's just getting yourself past that hump of getting out of your own way and making mistakes and just continuing to move forward and Just like we say in the introduction of our podcast is, it's not just about falling down, but it's counting that eight. Every time you get back up, that's what we care about is just that constant moving forward. And so the reason this all actually came up was I have a client who I was speaking to and I love to talk niche with people. I'm a very, very firm believer that you are not a transformational coach. You are not a business coach. You are not a health coach. You are special. You are so much more than that. And there's something specific that you do that is better than everybody else out there. And I was talking to one of my clients and we were going through her dream client because let's be real, you could work with anybody, right? Your services could probably be good for everyone. Everyone drinks water. But there's a specific kind of person who's going to pay the extra money to drink bottled water. And there's a certain kind of person who wants that transformation, but a transformation in what, right? Are they wanting a transformation in their relationships? There's always something specific that you can help people with because you just get it, right? A lot of people say, well, Tony Robbins is a transformational coach, but that's not where he started. And lots of people don't know that. Tony started in seminars teaching people how to quit smoking. 
And then from there, as he was teaching people how to quit smoking, all of a sudden he started to develop this desire to learn about the human mind. And as he learned about the human mind and why people did the things that they did because of them quitting smoking, he was able to expand his knowledge and he was able to grow from it. And as he learned more and more about it, then he pivoted, right? So it's a niche, you niche and then you pivot. And as you grow, your business grows and you can help more people, but you need to start at something specific. You know, you take someone like Richard Branson, who is billionaire or something like that. And the thing with him is that many people don't know with him as well. He started at, I think it was 16, selling magazines. And the whole point of these magazines was that he wanted to be able to talk to musicians and get them in his magazine. And the thing with him is it was, again, as he talked to those musicians, he pivoted and was able to start a label. And I mean, obviously there were steps in between, but we have to start somewhere and we can't compare our beginning to someone else's middle. We need to become the expert in one specific area, right? So if you had a brain tumor and you were to go to the doctor, would you want your actual family doctor operating on you? Or would you like to get a doctor who is specialized in removing brain tumors, a neurosurgeon, or even a specialized neurosurgeon who has actually dealt with those specific kind of brain tumors? Obviously, it's, you know, the latter of the two. You want the person who has been there, done that, has seen inside people's heads and removed those kinds of things. So you need to be that person and you need to not be like everybody else. You know, there might be other transformational coaches out there or other health coaches or whatever it is that you do. There might be other social media marketing coaches out there. And I can totally understand that. But the difference is that you have something special. You know, for myself, when it comes to content marketing, I am a hundred percent believer in content is king. But what I often have to do is I have to sit down with my clients and tell them before we can move forward, we have to take a step backward because we need to get massive clarity on your niche. Because if you knew your niche, content wouldn't be difficult, right? And so to bring it back to my client that I was talking to, we are going through her dream client and I'm telling her, you know, you could work with anyone, but you don't have to. You are only one human and you get to choose who you work with today, right? Don't work with the people who you want to claw your ears off because you just don't get excited to work with them, right? You want to find your ideal client, your dream client who has become like borderline best friend, right? That you get excited every time she reaches out to you and says, guess what happened today? Or I need help with this. And those are the kind of people that you want to be able to work with is the people who light you up because that's what keeps your business growing. That's how you provide massive value. That's how they tell their friends, hey, you should sign up with this person because they're exceptional and I just have such a great time with them. And then you get on a sales call with them and then you get to decide, do I want to work with this person or do I not? And her and I were having this discussion and I'm asking her, you know, who's your who's your dream client? And she tells me, oh, you know, like, I can't remember what it was. It was something like 
age 25 to 50 or something like that. And I said, well, that's pretty vague, you know, and we had to narrow it down and we had to get it down into a certain type of person and a certain type of mindset. Because when you have clarity on your niche, you can speak directly to a certain demographic of people, right? Like, you know, for us with the Independent Boss Babe and Independent Boss Babe Academy, we specifically work with a certain kind of woman who might not necessarily always identify as a boss babe, but she has some really exciting spunk to her, right? And when we don't have that clarity, the lines become blurred and they just don't become your ideal client. And you want to choose someone that aligns. And so she's talking to me about this. And I started talking to her about ideas of millennials. And we had this discussion about, you know, what makes a millennial a millennial? And, you know, it's that age group of 1981 to 1996. And a lot of people think that it's actually older or sorry, not older, younger. A lot of people actually think that it's 96 and on, but that's, I think it's like Gen Z or something. But I told her, go out and research these people. What are they driven by? What kind of language are they using? When you get on a call with them or you're creating any sort of your content, what are these people identifying with? 27% of millennials are entrepreneurs. That's a massive amount for that demographic of people. And you need to know these numbers and these statistics and this language that your audience is using so that when you speak online, instead of yelling into abandoned a building, thinking that you're talking to everyone, screaming, hello, hello, you know, middle of New York City, nobody's walking in there. But if I was sitting in this abandoned building and I was specifically saying, you know, Brittany, Brittany, I would walk in there because I'd be like, oh, who's calling my name, right? So you want to be that person who speaks directly to these people and gets them through that door because they think to themselves like, wow, she's telling my story right? I can relate to her when she talks about the feelings that she's felt and why she does what she does. She gets me, right? You want someone to be able to say like, I want to work with her because I know that she's been through what I've been through. She's also struggled those same frustrations, same challenges, but she's overcome them. And so I want to figure out how she did it, right? And so those that's the kind of niche that you want to be in. I was talking to another client the other day and we were discussing health niches and she's in the body confidence niche. And we were talking about um, how one of her clients was getting married and how her client got another coach for brides, like that specifically helps brides lose weight. And I thought to myself, that is such a fascinating niche. Like that is very specific. And Brides are willing to pay a lot of money to make sure that they fit into that dress. So to get a specific coach who markets herself as someone who can help you get into that dress, there's lots of money in that market. So when you actually niche down, but you also identify the people who can afford you, those are the kinds of people that you can narrow in and speak directly to them. And they're raising their hand to work with you. And you're the one that ends up with a wait list, right? So you want to niche down to the point that you're different than other people out there. 
and you're, you position yourself as an expert and an authority in your space. In the next couple of weeks here in our Facebook group, the Independent Boss Babe, we're going to be running a lead challenge. And part of it's going to be based on how to position yourself as an authority in the space. Because yes, on Facebook, you may not necessarily be using your personal profile for your actual business, but I can guarantee you that if people have heard about you and they want to learn about your business, they've definitely looked you up on Facebook. So you need to be able to position yourself even when they go to click as to be able to look and say, what does she do, right? Who is she? Who who does she help? How does she help them? And so that way, when they look at your Facebook, it's actual content and you helping people, providing massive value versus you sitting there sharing recipes, sharing your dog photos and all this other stuff that is irrelevant to your brand because it separates you and it doesn't allow you to look like the expert. Even though you might not be selling through your profile or whatever it is that you are doing, you still need to be that authority in this in your space. And a lot of people become confused by that. They think that, oh, well, Facebook, you know, tells me that I can't sell on my profile, that I need a business page. So because of that, you can't use your profile for a business at all. No, that's not the case. They're saying that you still need to position yourself in as authority. Otherwise, you better be hiding your profile because people are going to come looking, right? So when you're thinking of your niche, you know, definitely whittle it down and get clear with yourself. You know, who do I help? Are they women, men? How old are they? And what do they do? In one of our courses, Niche Domination, we go through and identify specifically how to identify your avatar, your dream client. And our dream client in our business, her name's Adriana. She's 27 years old. She has dark hair, dark eyes. And we actually have a picture of her. And when you look at her, she's fierce, right? She has this unapologetic, I'm going after it. I'm making life my bitch. And it's just happening. And she just tears through like it's nobody's business, right? She has this very strong inner warrior inside of her, you know, that inner warrior that keeps her going almost to a fault. And so we also need to show her how to love herself. But we have conversations. We have written out conversations that we would have with her if she came into, you know, our world, into our direct messages. What kind of conversation would she have with us? You know, she's a coach. If she was in our direct messages and we were maybe going to book her on a call or something along those lines, what would we say to her? How does she feel with like us approaching her and talking to her about her business? Us telling her that, hey, like I'd really like to help you generate leads and you know, crush your sales goals. And what is her reaction? We know how she feels when she wakes up in the morning, right? What time she gets up at. The fact that she dreams really big when she's in the shower and tells herself, you know, only a few more clients and then I can quit, right? Then I can let go of this job and I can do my coaching business full time. You know, she wakes up and she is often running out the door doing her makeup still in the car, on the bus, you know, on the subway because she would rather grab coffee because coffee is more important to her. She works a whole bunch of overtime, you know, but one day things will get better, right? When she comes home, she puts on her comfy clothes, she grabs a coffee, even though it's late at night, because 
She settles into doing her business because that's where she's truly happy and that's where she loves to be and it doesn't feel like work, right? So those kinds of things, um, when I work with people on talking about their dream clients, we've actually implemented that into one of our courses where I actually do private coaching, a one-session private coaching with people in the middle of our niche domination course because I'm 100% committed to making sure that you identify your niche. And so we call it a halfway hustle call. And we sit down and I get to talk with you about your niche and who you want to work with and what does she look like and or he and what do they do and really show you how we go through our process of finding our clients and people that we work with and how we love the people that we work with. I always say, I only work with people who I know I'm going to fall in love with your business as much as you have fallen in love with it. Because when I'm in the shower or my pet hits the pillow at night, I often think about my clients' businesses and I'm thinking to myself, how can I help them grow, right? What kind of ideas can I come up with as well to help them expand their businesses? Because that's the stuff that really lights me up. And it's like, what kind of content can we create And what kind of, with their niche, you know, what's that next step? How about their sales structure? Let's talk about that. How are you generating leads? And once you generate the leads and you get on a call with somebody, what does that look like, right? Why do you keep failing whenever you get on a call? Or I guess failing is not a good word, but why do you struggle when you get on that call? And I was talking to a client recently who was leaving her prospects at the end of the call winning right? She took them from down in the pain point and she brought them up to a positive point so that they almost felt like they didn't need her because they got a quick win. And we need to let our clients know that as long as they keep doing the same thing over and over again, and they keep going after those shiny objects and those quick wins, that's what's actually keeping them stuck. But it's when you actually sit down with a coach one-to-one And you rip apart your business to see what is really happening in there that you can put the pieces together and grow your business to however big you want it to be, right? But it starts with you actually being able to take a look at where you're at, have some outside eyes looking in, and someone sitting there and being able to hold your hand and say, it's okay, we got this, right? You got this and let me help you get there. And it's become a lot of fun. You know, I love my business today. And it's all because I took that leap, right? And when you're a millennial, you are going to bounce from job to job, most likely. You know, every few years, people go through this phase where they get into something like the corporate world, and they'll be there for three years, really hard worker, but then they'll desire more. And so then they'll go work for a different company. And it's not because they're lazy. They're hard workers, like I said, but it's that growth. And so that's why when you're a coach, you have so much power within your business because you can be somewhere and you can be helping people. And as you're growing and you're learning and expanding your business, because as time goes on, obviously you learn more about clients, you expand your knowledge and you move on. It allows you to then pivot. So As a coach, your business can be constantly changing and you're in total control of it. So I want you to think today, what does it mean for you to be unapologetically millennial? Because I know most of my listeners are in that age range, but the really cool thing is I have clients 
who are outside of that age range. But they've come to me, and that was actually our pivotal moment as to where we changed our messaging to be more around the independent boss babe and speaking to that demographic of people. And it was because we even realized that by us using those terms for women who were over the age of 40 and they were wanting to grow their businesses and learn how to do stuff online, they were looking for the people who were using that kind of language because they knew that they knew what they were doing, right? So there's nothing stopping you from working with people outside of your niche. But the point is that you need to have that niche to begin with so that people know where to go, right? So I want you guys to think about that today. What are you currently doing to be unapologetically millennial? And I want to hear from you guys. What is your niche? Has this helped you be able to identify like, hey, maybe I need to work on my niche? And let me know um, at podcast at makelifeyourbitch.co and let me know what your niche is. Let me know if it's helped you and what else you guys would like to learn about getting clarity on your niche or on your content because we'll do more episodes just like that. And we're going to be setting up a new system where you can actually go in and record your questions. That will be a new system. So we have a lot of exciting things coming for the podcast, for our business, where we'll be launching the Independent Boss Babe Academy mid-February. And there's a lot of excitement when you get to grow your business. And I hope to be along the way with you as you grow yours. So that's it for today. And I will see you guys, you know, on the next episode of the Make Life Your Bitch podcast. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Make Life Your Bitch podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share it with your bestie. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions, feedback, or compliments that you want to throw like confetti, you can reach me directly at podcast at makelifeyourbitch.co. Thanks for listening.